I'm Bishop Robert Gruss, the Bishop of the Diocese of Rapid City. In late May of 2015, the Diocese of Rapid City began an envisioning process meant to assist in clearly defining a course for ministry for the diocese for the next three to five years. The outcome of this process would help to strengthen and focus the resources of the diocese so that more effective ministry could be carried out in building up the church in western South Dakota. From this planning process came the Diocesan Priority Plan, outlining a carefully defined mission statement to serve as the foundation. It also produced a set of core values that guides how we conduct ourselves as a diocese, a five-year vision statement to direct our plans, three major priorities for the diocese with supporting goals, and goals for the foundational ministries of a church in western South Dakota. In July of 2016, I completed a pastoral letter entitled Through Him, With Him, and In Him, a Spiritual Guide to the Diocesan Priority Plan. This document clearly defines the priority plan, and I have invited and encouraged everyone in the diocese to read and fully engage this pastoral plan so that as our sacred mission states, each one of us can do our part in attracting and forming intentional disciples who joyfully, boldly, and lovingly proclaim and live the mission of Jesus Christ leading to eternal life. What you are about to hear is a reading from Through Him, With Him, and In Him, a spiritual guide to the diocesan priority plan. The final chapter, chapter 13, Embracing the Priority Plan. We begin with a reading from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that he may grant you in accord with the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in the inner self, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the holy ones what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to accomplish far more than all we ask or imagine, by the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. In this pastoral letter and spiritual guide, I have tried not only to share the diocesan priority plan in more detail, but to enflesh it with a spiritual dimension that seeks to offer each of us some encouragement as we answer our own call to be intentional disciples for Jesus. This plan is meant to bring into clear focus the mission and ministry of the Diocese of Rapid City as a whole. Every priest, every deacon, every religious, and every member of the faithful, every diocesan office, every diocesan entity, every parish is encouraged and expected to embrace this priority plan in their lives and ministry. In doing so, we will see the power of the Holy Spirit at work in miraculous ways, and many new blessings will be poured out upon us. Often when pastoral planning takes place, some perceive that it leads to more work. But the reality is that it should lead to different work, bringing us together in a mutually shared mission in building the kingdom of God. The priorities articulated in this plan will come to life to the extent that each of us embraces them. Pope Francis, through his life, ministry, and teachings, has clearly called each of us into the missionary apostolate wherever we find ourselves. In fact, we are truly missionaries. The disciples in the early church were missionaries. To some degree, every disciple after them was a missionary. By virtue of our baptism and confirmation in Christ, we too are missionaries for our times. The disciples before us embraced the common mission of Jesus Christ the Lord through the power of the Holy Spirit 
and worked miracles, building the church into what it is today. We are called to continue what was begun over 2,000 years ago. The Gospel tells us that when the first disciples went forth to preach, the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message. The same thing happens today. We are invited to discover this, to experience it. Christ, risen and glorified, is the wellspring of our hope, and he will not deprive us of the help we need to carry out the mission which he has entrusted to us. Each of us has our own particular spiritual gifts to share in carrying out this mission, this priority plan. St. Paul reminds us, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. We know that if we rely on and trust in the Holy Spirit to guide our efforts, we can be assured of the fruitfulness of our endeavors. But we also know that sometimes a task does not bring the satisfaction we seek, results are few and changes are slow, and we are tempted to grow weary. Yet lowering our arms momentarily out of weariness is not the same as lowering them for good, overcome by chronic discontent and by a listlessness that parches the soul. It also happens that our hearts can tire of the struggle, because in the end we are caught up in ourselves. When this happens, we are called to step out in faith once again, knowing that success or fruitfulness is not dependent upon us, but upon God. We till the soil, plant the seeds, water the ground. It is always God who makes it grow. This priority plan articulates our focus for the next two to five years. Sustained focus can make us weary. Our missionary fervor can weaken, grow lukewarm, and even die out. But Pope Francis encourages us when he says, quote, Keeping our missionary fervor alive calls for firm trust in the Holy Spirit, for it is He who helps us in our weakness. But this generous trust has to be nourished, and so we need to invoke the Spirit constantly. We can heal whatever causes us to flag in the missionary endeavor. It is true that this trust in the unseen can cause us to feel disoriented. It's like being plunged into the deep and not knowing what we will find. I myself have frequently experienced this, yet there is no greater freedom than that of allowing oneself to be guided by the Holy Spirit, renouncing the attempt to plan and control everything to the last detail, and instead letting Him enlighten, guide, and direct us, leading us wherever He wills. The Holy Spirit knows well what is needed in every time and place. This is what it means to be mysteriously fruitful. End of quote. As this message comes to a close, I would like each of us to remember that first among the core values which must be embraced in all of our endeavors is prayer. In Jesus Christ, the Father has withheld nothing from us, but has given us everything. Nothing is lacking for those who place their trust and hope in Him. But without God, encountered through daily prayer, we can do nothing. Without sustained prayer, we can make no progress in carrying out Christ's mission. I ask that this diocesan priority plan be lifted up in your prayers daily, asking God to send the Holy Spirit to guide and direct our efforts. Let us turn to the Holy Spirit daily, asking that He stir up the gifts in our own hearts and give us the courage and strength to step out in faith, hope, love, and trust. He will teach us everything and guide us to all truth. One of the behaviors listed under the core value of prayer is... We will turn to our Mother Mary and the saints as models of prayer and intercessors. Intercessors are like leaven in the heart of the Trinity. 
These great women and men, because of their holiness, can be a convincing voice on our behalf in the ear of the Father, who desires to pour out his love and mercy on each of us in our holy endeavors. So let us seek the help of this holy and faithful community of saints. In particular, we seek the intercession of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, who always pleads our cause before the Father, before his throne of grace. Mary is the mother of the Church who embraces the mission of her Son. Therefore we ask her to intercede for us that we may be filled with the Holy Spirit and become courageous witnesses of Christ's love for all as we seek to attract and form intentional disciples who joyfully, boldly, and lovingly proclaim and live the mission of Jesus Christ leading to eternal life. Given in Rapid City on May 29th, the Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ in the year 2016. In this year of mercy, wishing each of you mercy, peace, and joy in Christ. Robert D. Gruss, Bishop of Rapid City